0: First Church and Parish in Dedham, November twenty-first, two 2010, In Gratitude for the Gifts of Life by the Reverend Raleigh Weaver. As some of you may know, about three weeks ago, I dropped my three-year-old computer and did so much damage I had to buy a new one. And then about a week later, while working on my sermon, I dumped a cup of coffee on my brand-new computer. As you might imagine, I depend a great deal upon the use of a computer to make things run smoothly at the church, so being without it for three weeks in a row has been more of a frustration than even I could imagine. The first thing that this experience has reminded me of is that we all make mistakes, and accidents happen. It is obvious that I need to wake up and pay more attention when I use my computer. I must not eat or drink coffee near its keyboard. I need to handle it carefully so as not to damage it. I can learn these lessons, but it occurs to me that there is one thing that all my focus on the problem and my own errors misses. And that is what I want to talk about this morning. Accidents and mistakes and problems do happen, but in the end, whether everything is going well or sour, there really are only two ways to characterize life's experience. To get right to the point, we can either look on the sunny side of the street or we can stay in its shadows. I can focus on my errors and the inconveniences I have created for myself through my actions, and believe me, I've done quite a bit of that, or I can open my eyes to the mercy, the resources I have to. the problem, the friends who have helped me out by loaning me a computer, the way my BlackBerry is able to answer emails, and the many people who have been quite patient with my slower operating time. I can be grateful for the insight this has offered for me to see my dependence on my computer and learn to live without it a bit more. I bring this up not for your sympathies or your shame this morning, but rather to suggest that perhaps all of our experiences in life could be looked at in this same way. And this is the one central theme I believe it is important for us to acknowledge each year at Thanksgiving. A thought that is recaptured in Rumi's words from our centering thought. Infinite mercy flows continually, but we are all asleep and can't see it. Isn't this exactly what the first settlers came to the Thanksgiving table to do, to train their eye on the blessings of the harvest? It occurs to me that if the pilgrims could focus on the gifts of the harvest after bearing all the difficulties of this new world, that we could certainly train our eyes to blessings instead of misfortunes in our own lives as well. As I have meditated upon what on a way for us to foster a sense of gratitude in our spirits this week, one image that has curiously reoccurred to me is from an obscure 1997 film titled Smoke. In the film, the central character, named Augie, played by Harvey Keitel, goes outside at exactly 8 a.m. every morning and takes a picture of his shop. Over decades, in fact, this man takes thousands of pictures of the same thing. And you can imagine, while all of the pictures are similar, they are not the same. I have not seen this film for years, and I probably couldn't tell you the plot, but this one action of taking the same picture at the same hour every day from the same vantage point seems to me a perfect metaphor for how we might go about emphasizing the positive things in our lives amidst the shadows. Imagine taking one picture from one vantage point every day for the rest of your life. What might come into focus one day and leave you the next? What we choose to focus on is vitally important. Also in November of 1997, National Geographic magazine published a series of photographs that the famous nature photographer Jim Brandenburg had taken over a 90-day trip into the north woods of Minnesota. Brandenburg set himself an arbitrary challenge of taking but one exposure per day of his beloved northern Minnesota woods from the autumnal equinox to the winter solstice in order to challenge his craft and to simplify his perspective. I remember the first time I saw these pictures sitting at my kitchen table and feeling awe and gratitude at their beauty. His vision was of quite simple things, a frozen lake, Footprints in the snow, the full moon sh- shifting light. I wonder what, if we took a photo of our lives each day, we might focus on and how we might train our metaphorical camera to the light. Photographs are records. They give us images that help us to make sense of our lives. One real reason I realize that I missed my computer so much during this hiatus is because of the background on the desktop. I had placed a photograph of me with my mother and grandmother when I was about 16. I have this photo in a frame on my dresser as well, but looking at it on my computer screen every day keeps them both close to my heart. I hadn't realized until my computer was returned to me that I look forward to seeing their faces each day when I turn on the computer. Both my mother and my grandmother died over 20 years ago and so having that photo on the desktop of my computer helps them to feel near to me and helps my focus helps me to focus on their memory If I had a more conflicting relationship with my mother or grandmother this might be a bad idea but loving them as I did having their memory close at hand is a way that I keep them alive in my heart and this has moved me from a place of grief to a place of gratitude for their influence in my life. What we focus on through pictures and words, as well as in our day-to-day lives, has a vitally important impact on how we see the world. I wonder if simplifying our focus and turning our worldview to the light might help us to appreciate all that our lives have to offer. Grab your coat and get your hat! Leave your worries on your doorstep. Direct your feet to the sunny side of the street. So let's try it. Take out your pretend camera, and in your mind's eye, think about where you might place it to get the best shot of your life. Would it be at school or at home? Would you place it where you are alone, or would... There be other people in the shot. What might shift if you took the same photo every day for a year? Who and what in your life might come in and out of focus? Given proper lighting, what might you see that you wouldn't if you kept it in the shadows? I often think of doing that each week from this pulpit, taking out my camera after my sermon and taking a photo of all of you. What might we notice if we compared the shots from week to week? What might we focus on to measure our lives? Attendance? Smiles? Tears? As we come to the table this Thanksgiving and thousands of photos are taken, let us foster thanks for everything that comes into our view. Let us foster thanks for our errors and for the compassion and forgiveness that helps us to overcome them. Let us foster thanks for the people and things that are with us and the ones that are out of focus. Let us foster thanks for everything that shifts our perspective to the light. Happy Thanksgiving. Grab your coat and get your hat. Leave your worries on your doorstep. Direct your feet to the sunny side of the street can't you hear that pitter pat and that pretty tune in your step life can be so sweet on the sunny side of the street i used to walk in the shade with the blues on parade but i'm not afraid because my rover crossed over if i never have a scent I'll be rich as Rockefeller, gold dust at my feet on the sunny side of the street. Happy Thanksgiving.